Welcome to the Feature Hero Podcast. My name is Baxter, and thank you for pressing play. I hope this podcast finds you well. I hope that you are in good spirits. And more than anything, I hope you feel aligned with your light, with that guidance inside of you. Today's music is the brand new EP from Living Light. It's called Atmospheres. And it's one of Living Light's more mellow EPs, which I'm very happy about. I love it when people make chill music. Chill music sometimes finds me, helps center me in a way that the get-down just doesn't always do. Wherever you are, if you can, I'd like you to take an audible breath in and an audible breath out. Let's take another breath in. Sometimes I think of us as instruments that play our internal music. And there are times when our instrument is out of tune, where the instrument that we use to express ourselves in our daily lives is out of whack. It's out of tune. And I think it's good once a week, once a day, or at least once a month to check in and to recenter. And when I listened to this EP, that was the effect that it had on me. I think it's totally okay for us to sometimes feel as though we're being knocked off the track. To feel full of love in one moment and then full of questioning in the other. I think it's the simple result of being a moving object in a moving world. And so I wanted to take today's podcast. It's a beautiful morning here in North Carolina. The fall air has come in and cooled and given a sort of crispness to the air. And even though our 2016 is moving towards its last quarter, I think that there's still time to make this year special. And I think the best way for us to do that is to center ourselves. And so what I'd like to do today is to let the music play a lot, but also give you a chance to think about your centering. And what we're going to focus on today is the centering around what you feel your purpose is. 
And I have used the word purpose before, and then when I used it, I prefaced it by saying that I didn't mean purpose necessarily in religious terms. In Christianity, uh, the purpose is often used, uh, at least in modern Christianity, the purpose is often used as what is your spiritual, your work on behalf of God or love. And there seems to be, of course, a sense of divinity attached to your purpose. And I certainly allow for that. But being as I am not a very religious person, I can still see us with purpose. That we come into this world with a unique understanding and that that unique understanding informs us and it informs what our capital W work is. And with that purpose in mind, we are provided a type of compass, a compass that doesn't tell us how we're going to get somewhere, but will give us a sense of direction. If you have found that purpose, and if you are walking the steps and the path that you believe leads to that purpose, then perhaps you don't need this podcast as much. But even with a purpose in mind, I think it's good to take some space in your week, to take some space in your day to check in with that purpose to ensure that it still aligns. For me, my sense of purpose comes from service. My father was a minister, is a minister. My mother was a teacher. I grew up in a half-Methodist, half-Quaker home. And service, the idea of helping those around us was either woven into me so early on conditioned that it feels as if it is a natural instinct for me. And for me, when I get lost in my own job of hoop teaching and trying to uh, spread this exercise form, oh, that's nice. I too can get lost in traps of the ego and in traps of money, in the un trap of uncertainty, the trap of lacking confidence. And it is so good for me to remember that ultimately what I'm trying to do, what feels good to me, is to be in service to take what has been my struggles and share with people some of the successful tactics I've had in dealing with those struggles. And so I invite you now, as we listen to this awesome track, this is Aurora, this is Living Light from Atmospheres, 
I'd like you to take a moment and to ask yourself not the how, but the why of what you're doing. To check in with the why. What is the motivation? And what parts of you are working towards your, for lack of a better word, spiritual motivations, your grander motivations beyond just paying rent and paying your car payment? What purpose do you have in this world? If you can, wherever you are, I'd like you to take a big breath in and just ponder. nice track what is it that moves you do you believe in love do you believe in altruistic love do you believe that there is enough of it here are you working in any way to aid that love Are you working in any way to spread that love? To reach out with that love? And is it possible that your feeling of lostness is the result of you not feeling as if you're doing that work? I believe here in the States for a variety of reasons that we have lost sight of taking care of each other. That we have lost sight of what it means to reach beyond our struggles to help another person struggling. And in the process of that active compassion We find a deeper meaning. Um, We deepen our connection to this capital L, love. And I think I should say that I don't want you to beat yourself up. I don't think there's any point in that. We all get a little bit lost. We all fall off the path. And instead, I'd like you to look at it as a sort of spiritual maintenance that no matter what you're doing and what befalls you, that you check in with that purpose. What is it about love that lights you up? And can you imagine a love beyond romantic love? Can you imagine a love that through its actions serve the world first 
and perhaps you second or third or maybe even not at all. Is your relationship to the service of that love, is it sturdy enough, is it strong enough to push through the lack of earthly reward? I've gotten a lot of letters from you. I have a lot of friends that are listening in. And they are of a love and light tribe. And that love and light feeling, that impulse is inspired when they are at festivals and at gatherings. And with love in my heart, I just ask you in the quiet of your own mind to look at your expressions and ask yourself, do they align with this love and light? Is the purity of that feeling at a festival, is it forgotten when we pack up and leave the festival? How committed are you to the love? Because in this world, it is going to require a commitment and a recommitment and so on and so forth to push through all of the friction and to really bring love, peace, compassion and understanding into the world. And sometimes doing that, that which you feel is right, goes unrewarded. It doesn't always feel good. Breaking up with someone that you love, but that you're not in love with, that you don't feel super committed to, doesn't feel good. It's not fun. But if you truly believe in love, then, and you believe in capital L love, then you believe that everyone should experience that love, even if it means without you. That if you love that person, but just can't see yourself with them, that the best thing you could do for them, but also for greater love, is to move on. To say the hard thing. And to give them, perhaps, massive amounts of discomfort. But ultimately, a liberation to clear a space for someone else that could see themselves with them. The opportunity to be with that person. And then an opportunity for that person to be with themselves, no matter how much it hurts them. I think sometimes we let fun and our enjoyment distract us. Because not all things are fun that are good. I use this analogy on the road a lot, but 
No one looks at a someone addicted to drugs, a junkie, and says to them, wow, you are really committed to this heroin. No one says, wow, you are really committed to doing meth. Because those things provide a fun, I guess. They provide a good feeling every single time. So it doesn't really require any commitment. It just requires a type of hunger for that feeling. And not that there isn't good work that is also fun, but using that funness as a metric will lead you to do really only indulgent work. So I ask again, how committed are you to your vision of love in the world? And are you committed enough? Do you believe in your purpose enough that you will push through what, in my opinion, will be inevitable resistance? I think you are committed to it. I think you want to be committed to it. And commitment doesn't always equal a drag. Because commitment allows you to go all in. It, in a way, steals your will to keep moving forward in the face of that adversity. That you're committing this action of commitment has with it a type of momentum and that momentum can if if fully felt from a deep down place that commitment becomes a momentum that pushes through resistance and not that I want to encourage reward thinking but if I'm true to my experience some of my most satisfying feelings in my own seeking of life, in my own seeking out this light and adhering to this love, have come when I faced resistance, stuck to my commitment, and then this action bloomed in a way that I uh, could not have believed. That not only did it bloom and become pretty, but it bloomed and bore a fruit that I was able to eat and sustain myself off of. And the fruit of that success that I found from sticking to the commitment deepened, just like real food, it deepened and gave my commitment more energy. And so this commitment thing is, is not like a... Um, like a benefit of, of a will, like something that, like an inheritance that was given to you that you'll just slowly watch drain. Your actions, your pushing through, your success on the other side of that resistance feeds the commitment. And so while we prepare for the setbacks, we should also understand that there are benefits something to think about.
Lincoln. You're listening to Living Light. This is her new EP. She stylistically chose to do a slightly more mellow EP. There are five songs on it. You're listening to the fourth of those songs called Apogee. I used to say to myself when I would be, you know, and I still do it, but when I would be overwhelmed by life or overwhelmed by a lack of money, is I take a break for just a second and I use kind of a, I use movement meditation, but I move into my meditative space and I think of nothing but ideals. I think in the walking around world, I'm probably considered more of a realist, but so maybe that's why I enjoy this, and maybe for a different person, you should meditate on reality. (laughs) But for me, I meditate or spend some time thinking about my ideal self, and I realize that the world I'm in creates uh, much of that self and houses that self. So when I think of my ideal self, I'm simultaneously thinking about what would be my ideal world, and I'm fully aware that I can't make the world exactly as I would like it to, but I'm also aware that I shape my world, that I form very significant parts of my world, and so when I think about my ideal self, I'm thinking about the ideal world that I could help to create. And I invite you to think about that now, to think about what is your ideal self. And, and, and let's, if you can, let's take a break from earthly ideals, like you wish you were rich or you wish you had gone back to college or something like that. And instead, I want you to sort of transplant or transport yourself to your future self as it is in that ideal place. So rather than the how are you going to get there, although that's an important step, right now I think you should just maybe focus on what is your ideal self? Like what would the ideal you, what would your ideal day look like? What would your ideal expression of your inner light, of that guiding force of love that you feel as though you tap into And I'll give you some time to think about that. as we begin to form those ideals, and I'm sure it takes a little bit longer than a couple of minutes if you haven't spent some time on it, but let's just say that you have 
this ideal and you say to yourself, like, you know, Baxter, I am a vehicle of love. And even though I lack some essential self-love, I am still tied to love. And I know that that connection to greater love will help me self-love. And in the meantime, as I develop that self-love, I still have massive amounts of love that I would like to give and that there is a fear. And this is something I hear on the road a lot, that there is a fear of a type of rejection uh, through the form of mocking or disagreement or judgment. And that fear is, is, is weighing me down. It's keeping me from getting started. Well, one of the things I think that it's important to understand is that most of the things that we fear, um, we fear the probability of them happening. Um, but the, we, our mind seems to understand that it's not a certainty that they will happen. And so I think understanding the difference between fear and caution is a great way to um, advance this work towards your light. That to understand that fear implies that there is a certainty that this thing will happen. But caution implies that there's a probability that something could go wrong, but that there's also a probability that something could go right. That if I walk across this icy lake, that there, if I test the ice and I feel pretty sure and I've monitored how cold it is, that though there's a probability that I might find a thin spot, as long as I'm cautious, there's a good chance or there's a chance that I could get through. And so I think it's like when you're working towards your light, it doesn't mean that you have to just go and quit your job and just say, screw fear. But you can understand your fears, understand the different probabilities, and then be cautious in your approach. But once that caution, it's kind of like, let's imagine you use caution to cross the frozen lake. You use caution to check the ice to make sure. But then once you're on the other side and you're back on firm land, that caution can ease up. And so it's good to understand that difference. That as you push forward and as you work towards your light, that you can make cautious steps, like you can slowly get the education you need to walk in your light, that you can keep working that job that's sucking your soul dry if, if, if it is a means towards serving this love that you have, towards this goal that you have. And what I encourage you to do, whether caution, for some of you maybe, there's no sense of fear, and that's beautiful. But what I encourage you to do, whenever I'm advising people about taking on their fears, I ask them to use caution to address the fear. And then I ask them to take steps and to understand that those steps have an energy to them that is related to the bigger goal, however small the step is. So let's say you like you want to walk in, in love. One small step, and I did a whole podcast about this, is just going a day of being authentic with people. Uh, not to be rude to them, not to be ugly to them, but to be authentic, 
to spend a day where in your conversations you are cautious with people about telling your truth, but you're not fearful of telling your truth. And that you believe in a deep sense that it is better to tell the truth to someone and potentially hurt them than it is to lie and live in a make-believe place that requires actually more effort than being in your truth. And so as we wrap this podcast up today, what I encourage you, an inquiry of sorts, to look at your light to sort of see what your purpose is, whether it's grandiose or very personal, and to take a step every day towards that purpose. And some steps are huge and some steps are small, but to take that step. Like some of you, um, you could, like just to give you an example of a small step that could have a, a big impact is the way that you social media that the next time that you're angry and that you're looking for someone to validate your anger that you meditate instead and instead of writing your rant and instead of assuming that one member of one community represents an entire community and you're going to open letter that entire community that you meditate on it that you ask yourself does this rant serve my purpose is does this rant will it bring people to love will it inspire people to center themselves i think it's important for all of us to remember that it, we are walking and sometimes running and sometimes jumping but we are taking steps forward. And sometimes in this moving world, to not step forward is to slowly slip backward. If you can, wherever you are, audible breath in. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Future Hero Podcast. If you'd like to write me with music suggestions or topic suggestions or feedback of any way, you can write me at Baxter at FutureHeroPodcast.com. You are listening to Living Light, Atmospheres. Go buy her album on Bandcamp. You know, go support these. If you don't know the music industry that well, Bandcamp is one of the sites that actually gives the artist a decent chunk. It's still probably, maybe not enough, but it's a decent chunk. She's on Bandcamp as Living Light. Most of the artists that I've featured on this podcast are. If you like what I'm doing here, I'd love it if you'd give me a review on iTunes. I'm rocking mostly SoundCloud. I'd love to get my iTunes plays up a little bit, and reviews would really help me. Feel free to leave comments. If, if it's the type of comment I can respond to, I will. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great week, and I will see you next week. 